or watch from radio representing East Coast Live Break D.O. Alan, are you there? I think he's there. Alan, I didn't hear what you said. Tra- Transmit. You sound like something. you're going to make a. Go. Yeah, Watchman Radio representing East Coast Live Break T.O., where we have the most toast on the East Coast. Amen. Let's try uh, the half-breed. Okay. What's up, boy? Not a whole lot. What's going on with you? Just checking in. We're going to do a brief show today because uh, I don't have much stuff here. I'm like literally laying on the floor again here. It's terrible. Uh, you wouldn't oh, know it, but good. Alan's on the line too. The church mouse. I'm, I am on the line. <laughs> What's up, church mouse? Your voice cut out when you said hello. Yeah. Yeah. So... Where's Wolfenstein? Is he in the FCC? <laughs> he is. He is. Hold on. Let's patch him in. I'm right here. Stakenstein. What's going on? What's going on, Le- What's going on, legend? Yeah, I am a legend, ain't I? Well, you're or aren't I? Aren't yeah, I? On, on, Monday, on Monday afternoons at, at times. Uh, say it again. I'm a legend. Redbeard. In your own mind. You're a legend. Redbeard. You're, you're, you're occasionally a legend. You hear that, Redbeard? All right. I, I heard it. <laughs> All right, so here's the deal. We're we going to check in here because uh, we got to do a... Yeah, we got to do a satanic libtard forecast um, and uh, talk a little bit about uh, the satanic agenda. Now, satanic libtards are now dumping just... Unbelievable. Where I'm moving in Florida, uh, they're flying 70 flights of uh, illegal migrants and dumping them out there. The migrants are running around. They're stabbing people. Run, they're getting cars and running. It's like a zombie apocalypse. Uh, they got cars. They ran, ran, ran someone down. They, they chopped up some guy, a uh, father of four. And... Um, yeah, just so happens they're, they're flying them in at 3 in the morning into Jacksonville, and the migrants are running around out there. So, um, guys, I mean, this is really the end-time agenda is to just use uh, 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 criminals. They're criminals, and they're dumping them into any— See, satanic libtards, I've been studying them for years— and satanic libtards, what they like to do, it sounds crazy, but they like to destroy anybody that's happy. And like they want to be happy, but they want you not to be happy. So, yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's like, and now Pelosi's on video down in Boca Raton, you know, looking for a mansion down in Florida because... It's rumored that she doesn't want to pay the, uh, now that she's getting ready to retire, she wants to, uh, you know, uh, go to a state that doesn't have high uh, property tax, like where I am in New York. Your voice cut out. Is my voice cut out? No, I heard you fine. 
I don't know why Alan keeps saying I'm cutting out. It's almost like, I don't know if his mind is locking up. <laughs> something, you know what I mean? No. No, I hear you fine. Yeah, I know. Everybody hears me fine. Even even Stankenstein. Stankenstein, do you hear me? I hear you loud and clear, Yeah, it's bro. just Alan. Alan's like, I don't hear you. What, what's your problem, bro? I don't got any problems. Thanks. You th- Yeah. That's a faith confession, but it's not reality because you got a, a headphone problem, bro. Uh, okay, we disagree. Thanks. Oh, we disagree that you have a headphone problem. Okay, let's, yeah. let me see if I can gather two witnesses against you biblically. Um, James, do you think that Alan has a headphone problem right now? Uh, he's got something going on. Okay, right? that's one. Problem or Let's look for two, and then Alan will have to repent. Uh, Wolfenstein, uh, do you think Alan's got a, a hearing uh, a headphone problem right now? Uh, I think he's got a okay. divided attention. Okay, uh, well, it's even worse. All right, so we got two, and then plus yeah, me, yeah. that's three witnesses against you. Now say, I renounce. I renounce. Trying to act like I got a problem. <laughs> Uh, having popcorn. Trying to act like I got a problem. Unbelievable, man. And you'll get freedom after you do that. Okay. I think he's dual tasking. He's dual tasking. He's not, he's got divided attention going on. I know. Yeah, I I, I had to finish my popcorn. I'm sorry. He's eating popcorn over there. Okay, there there it goes. And, and, and Marty, and, and, and he's been going to the movies lately. Yep. Yeah, I went to see the James Bond movie. It was pretty good. <laughs> there you go. See, That's I renounce. I called him Agent Double O. No, no wonder I called him Agent Double I renounce. Double I renounce. Going to try to have a good time. Going to, tr- to try to have a good time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Watching action, eating snacks, Coca-Cola. Yeah, yeah I had yep. popcorn there, too. It was really good. Did you notice the other day I called him Agent 005? It just it just kind of came out of nowhere. This is unbelievable. I'm scared to talk here because he's going to say, I can't hear you. You know? And I was saying something good. James, what was I saying? Yeah, I don't I just, even remember. This this has gone Oh, yeah, yeah. Was that good? That's how good it was. You guys are... This is what I'm saying. Now, here's the deal, bro. Okay, Pelosi's out there running around trying to buy a mansion down there in Florida, right? Right. So why is she going there now? She's getting ready to retire. She don't want to pay the freaking tax over there in California. Now, this is what I'm trying to say, guys. You have this giant rat that just killed this woman's dog in New York City. There's giant rats running around over there. There's garbage all over the place. The satanic libtards want to desolate, destroy, disease you, pervert you, and wipe you out. What do they call an oligarchy? Yeah. An oligarchy? Wolfenstein sounds smart. Wolfenstein, does that, does that oligarchy, what's it called? Oligarchy. Alan, what is it? Yeah. Uh, Alan, smart argue. Alan, what is, is that? Is what you're talking about? Yeah, okay. that's exactly what I'm talking about. Okay, so they want safety. They got security, and if you notice, 
fart man Biden is building a half million dollar fence around his beach house in Delaware. After saying walls don't work. That's like saying a wheel don't work. You see my point? So why does he got a wall? Why do they have protection and people with guns around them? Why are they moving to low-tax counties and well, states? because they're important. They can't be, you know, uh, sacrificed to their gods. They have to sacrifice us with their insane gun That's control. it, Alan. That's right. They, okay, they say they can make a, a giant carbon footprint and fly all over the place. Biden had 85 cars in his motorcade in, there in Italy. Okay. And then he's blowing farts all over the place. They got him recorded blowing like a three-minute fart. And then he crapped himself right in front of the Pope. I lost count of the number of private jets that had to fly in so they could have their climate change conference. What I'm saying is they're hypocrites, man. They are hypocrites. And their God is not our God, people. Why would the, the satanic black Pope meet with Biden... Knowing that he likes killing babies after they're born. That's right. You heard me right. After they're born. Did you know that? No. That's called post-abortion. So, guys, what I'm trying to say here is that who's making a racket over there? I have to eliminate you. Definitely not me. I know it's not you. It's somebody. I think it's James. Is he collecting eggs again? No, yeah, he's me. probably collecting eggs. This guy. <laughs> this guy. Yeah. Uh, James, can you come on and preach the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ? Uh, uh, now I've got to get eggs. You know? <laughs> you, just, you can't even make this stuff up. Okay. <laughs> you know? On Judgment Day, he'll be showing like 100 people that, you know, didn't make it. And then him collecting eggs. Sad. <laughs> I know. And then Alan in the movie theater. So. Great. Listen, guys, have, am I the only one noticing the hypocrisy of the satanic libtards? Why are no, they flying in 70,000 illegal murderers, a lot of them, into Jacksonville? Best case, they want to make the COVID numbers spike because Florida is doing great with respect to low COVID numbers. Worst case scenario, they want those illegal alien colonizing supplanters voting ASAP. Well, my mother just called. She said Jacksonville yeah, is spike, spiking in COVID. Dang. So do you think... Yeah, that doesn't, that doesn't yeah. surprise me. Now, James, do you the, think uh, that... Yeah. Well, Florida last week had the lowest numbers of any state in the na- in the nation uh, of COVID wow. cases. So, yeah, let's let's fly, you know, 80,000 illegal immigrants in that don't have to have a vaccination when you do uh, and plant them in, let's say, Jacksonville, Florida, so we can make the numbers spike. Because we hate Ron DeSantis and we're afraid that he's right. going to be the next president and undo everything that we did. Right. So you don't think some of these uh, 70,000 migrants, they just flew in there and some of them are hacking people apart. They like knives, I see. So they, they chop people up and then they run people over with cars in the middle of the night. They're drinking. 
It's like the zombie apocalypse over there. So you don't think that they're carrying new variants in over there, James? Well, of course they are. They know they are. That's the whole point. If 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 you're going to send these people who, okay, I mean, we have to look at this from this stand. If you believe the vaccination works, then why wouldn't you vaccinate these people before you put them on a plane? Remember, for you and I to get on a plane, we have to be vaccinated right now. Okay, so yeah. but these people don't. We can put them on a plane and then we can fly them to a state that has the lowest covid rate when we're trying to get a hold of so, supposedly the the new covid cases in the United States. But we're going to plant them in a state with the lowest ones. OK, that state just happens to be a red state that is showing better numbers in job recovery and covid recovery and everything that is actually recovering in this nation. So so let, let's see this with these people who are drunks, who are running from the law, uh, the majority of them who have abandoned their family, their military age males. So, I mean, yeah, let's let's throw all them people in, into one of those red states because. Uh, that they'll be able to get help there, right? So they they are deliberately bombing states that they consider their enemy, obviously DeSantis, with new yeah. infections. Yeah, yeah we're not, so they're literally could we say they're engaged in biological now, warfare? Using, yeah, we're not using nukes now. We're we're using illegal immigrants. That's that's what we're doing. Wouldn't that be biological warfare? It absolutely is. It 100% is. Wouldn't that be treasonous? Yes. I I tell people I tell people all the time. We have a lot of friends that live in Florida. We have a lot of friends. Well, we have a lot of friends from around the world. But I tell people all the time, at least once a month, you better be taking some ivermectin because the government is seeding every red state in this nation with these illegal immigrants with no vaccination, with no immune system that the majority of them have are testing positive for COVID. And they go ahead and put them on a plane and send them to your state and then just turn them out on the street. It's also economic warfare because when you drop millions of people into a state, the property rents go up because all of a sudden you, you need to house them. And they do get housing because they get beyond Social Security compared to the rest of oh, us. Hey, I, I live in Oklahoma. And in Oklahoma, just 20 years ago, you could buy land anywhere. If you were buying large portions, 100 acres or more, you could buy land anywhere for 250 to $500 an acre. Now you cannot buy any land, any land for less than five to ten thousand dollars an acre, and it's because wow. of them seeding the state with all these illegal immigrants. Guys, they're 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 flooding Florida. This is biological warfare. This is they know that these people are carrying COVID with them. Okay, why do you think Jacksonville cases are spiking right now? Okay, so if they're engaged, that's a treasonous act. What's the penalty yeah. for treason, uh, James? Death. Either oh, okay. By That's the law of the land, right? In the, in the city square. Oh, okay. That's so, the law of the land, still on the books. Gee. And they would say you're an extremist for bringing up that law. But, and, and really, it's just the law of the land. And in the book yeah. of Romans, it says the law of the land has been set up by God, the original law of the land, not the perverted, ty- tyrannical one. 
Okay, that would mean Here's treason. Here's the thing, though, Rich. If we were following the law of the land, Joe Biden would be perp-walked outside the White House, hanged in the White House lawn by the neck until dead for nothing other than what he did in Afghanistan. He absolutely fulfilled the very definition of treason. He gave aid and comfort to the enemy of the United States. He comforted them. Hey, we're not going to bomb you, but we're going to leave you $8 billion worth of equipment. Sitting on 85 billion. For you to use. 85 billion. Right. Yeah, that's what I meant. $85 yeah. billion dollars worth of, and ISIS worth of equipment. Is, ISIS is going around slaying people with American rifles now. So isn't that yeah. aiding the enemy? Yeah, How is that not treason? Be, he should I don't be get it. perp walked out on the White House lawn and hanged by the neck until dead. And everybody who was involved in that because they're treasoners. It's my yeah. point, guys, is that the real extremists are the tyrannical bastards. And here's the problem. The DOJ is now a Marxist uh, SS office. They, even if Biden's daughter loses a diary now, uh, they'll kick in doors, attack people. Uh, just for uh, Biden's daughter's diary. Okay, if that's not... Well, yeah. That's Gestapo tactics. I mean, she, that, that was another thing that came out. You got Here you got Hunter, you know, Hayden Hunter, uh, making millions of dollars off of paintings that I wouldn't put in a doghouse. Uh, now you got his daughter coming out with a diary saying that she remembers having to take inappropriate showers with her dad. This dad break. This is disgusting. Yeah, he was raping his daughter. Yeah. So this guy's a sick yeah. bastard. Okay. That's he's a, a sick family. bastard. All right. And he's sick. He's a sick bad. These people are sick, bro. Okay. They'll destroy your city, your town, and they'll leave it. Look at New York's got giant rats running around. There's criminals running around attacking, beating people, blowing people away with, with guns. Okay, because this is what they they want. They want disorder, chaos, death, destruction, poverty, pain, and suffering to everyone around them. But they themselves want to live in some, you know, let them in cake, let them eat cake moment, right? Here's yeah, they the live thing, behind though, walls Rich. and they have right security. Now, the, whole, the whole Democratic Party is being led by somebody who is incoherent and crapping their pants on a daily basis. So now the whole Democratic Party is following suit, especially after what happened in Virginia. They're literally all crapping their pants. We've got celebrities on TV, on, on uh, voicemails saying that they're effed after what happened in Virginia. They know what's coming. They know this red wave's fixing to sweep over this nation like they've never seen. And they know if it doesn't, that war is coming and then they're really going to be bad. All right, well. That's kind of my rant. I want to get into a little bit of a word and pass it around to each one of you guys. So um, I just have to rant because these satanic libtards are annoying. Okay. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. And um, this guy is going around now. He just blew that fart at that woman. Okay. It's all over the news. You know, what's he doing, bro? I mean, he's going around, you know. He's in cotton. Hey, you hear about that? So. Yeah, he's in cotton. He belongs in a home, doesn't he? 
Yeah, sippy cup. It's elder it's elder abuse to allow this guy to continue to be around. It, it really is. It really is. He's not just around, he's president. <sighs> he didn't even know yeah. about the half million. They're giving a half million dollars to each illegal alien. It takes Wolfenstein a day to make that in the stock market. On a good All day. Right. What happened to Stakenstein? Stakenstein, you there? What's up, legend? You're supposed to laugh or do something. Yeah. You're like incoherent. Oh. Well, just I'm listening. Not incoherent. I- I'm waiting till we get in the word here. Oh, yeah, I'm going to get what, in the what, word what now. I'm sorry. I'm trying to get you to rant, brah. Right. I don't feel like ranting. Yeah, because you're like, upstate like hiding from everybody in the in the mountain. Okay. I Pretty good like, plan. I feel like a spiritual, I feel a spiritual word coming on. There is. All right. We're going to get into the word. Uh, let's get into this. All right. So we're doing a message here. It's um, and here, here's the here's the thing, guys. In the days ahead, our dark days, there's times of trouble and perilous times, which you're seeing now. And in order to maintain ourselves through this, if we don't get a hold of faith. We're in di- we're in deep trouble. And I'm going to explain to you why. Because in the realms of provision, in the realms of healing, we have to rely on the word of God 100%, more than ever. And I'll explain to you. If a measure of wheat for a day's wages is manifesting, if the medical system is flooded and nurses have been fired and it's flooded with illegal aliens, which they're predicting now. And you can't get health care. You have food is going to be scarce. Let's say plagues continue. They keep generating more bioweapons. What are you going to do? How are you going to maintain in the days ahead? Now, here's the problem with modern-day cake-bake, clippy-clappy, flim-flam Christianity is that it's not engaged in broadcasting the message of what faith really is. And let me sum up what faith really is. And let's not super-spiritualize it. Let's not overcomplicate it because this is what it, it really is. Do you trust God in his word, yes or no? Yes. Period. Do you trust God in his word, yes or no? That's it. So if you answer yes, that means you believe God can heal you, right? If you answer yes, you, th- you believe that God also is his nature, Jehovah Jireh, mean provider, meaning that he can provide provision for you. Can God multiply food, Alan? Yes. He can. Could he do it for you? Yes. Uh, yes, he did it back then. He does it now. And uh, God is the same yesterday and today and forever. Amen. All right. So faith is not always automatic, folks. There's some out there that have been taught that it's blinky, blinky, and two kisses to the wind. And everything's just going to manifest. Faith is declaration, confessing, laying claim to the word of God literally. Meaning that you're going to stand there and you're going to... 
Say, God, I see in your word that you're a provider. I see in your word that you're a healer, that your nature, you can't deny your nature. The devil can't certainly deny his nature. He's a liar, a, ste- a stealer, a cheater, a liar, a murderer. That's his nature. He's always going to manifest it. He's manifesting it in satanic libtards. They can't deny their nature. They don't want to get right with Christ. They keep pushing towards this death and destruction and disorder and pain. That's the nature and character of the, of the devil. The nature and the character of Christ is the opposite. Peace, safety, shalom, healing, provision. However, many of us have not been in a position where we had to completely dive in the realm of faith. I have forced myself to have to be in those situations because I hate doctors. Yeah, I don't. James will tell you, James, how long in 2014, how long did it take anybody to get me to go to the doctor? You remember that? A year. A year. A year. I kept saying, go to the doctor, idiot. Would I go? No, (laughs) you're just hard headed like me. Because I rely I on the word, either. people. And I, I know that's, you're like, well, that's not wisdom. You should at least get checked out. I put everything in, in the Lord, folks. Okay? I just said, Lord, if, that, if this is it, then so be it. Listen, if your eyes are on a sparrow, if the life of a sparrow is dear to the Lord, like the word says, then how much more so if you're the apple of his eye? You see... We have to start laying claim to Scripture for healing, for deliverance, through breakthrough, for provision. You might not be able to get certain foods in the days ahead. What are you going to do? You might not be able to get certain medical attention in days ahead. What are you going to do? And it might not be breakthrough right away. See, that's the devil's biggest ploy is that you're going to stand in faith and sometimes you do it two or three days. And you're like, wow, it didn't work out. And boom, you you give up. I'm here to tell you that if you're going to stand in faith and you're going to press into the word and lay claim to the word in your life, things could get worse. Did you know that? Because the devil now is saying, okay, you want to believe God's word? Check out this storm I'm sending. Check out what whirlwind I'm going to send your way right now to see if you really believe the word. Amen. The word says, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him from them all. So, yes, many tests are sent, but if we, as we continue to stand and trust God, we get the victory. Amen. Amen. That's right. That's a good one, Alan. I, that's, a, that's a good verse. Now, here, here's, here's what I want to get into, guys. And there, this is a message of such importance because I don't want to see myself and I don't want to see any of you in a situation where you just haven't been taught to stand on the word of God. Because a lot that's going on in cake Bay Christianity is a feel good message. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with feeling good. Praise and worship is great. Every, a lot of the things cake Bay church does is good. But a couple of them that is a problem is the lack of real deliverance, breaking curses, Command healing, and I'm going to get into that now. Standing on the word at all costs. All have to be 
taught in a proper way. Okay? And not saying they don't have a lot of things the Cake Page Church does better than me. I can, I can go watch a certain worship band that, that I won't name right now, but they they are anointed. However, the realm of repentance is not being brought up. They seem to leave that out. But if you look at the old church of old, you look at the David Wilkerson's and, and great preachers of old, they always had the preaching of repentance in their message. That was a vital broadcast in their message. And that is the secret source of success with the Lord. Yeah, that's right. You have to have that moment of real renunciation, getting before the Lord and saying, I renounce this. I don't want it. Lord, please help me. I proclaim the blood of Jesus on this situation, Lord. I repent. Godly sorrow worketh what? True repentance. Amen. Now, it's impossible to please God without faith. It is impossible to please God without faith. Is that not true? That is true. It's in the Bible. It's in Hebrews, I'm pretty sure. How can we please God then? How can we please God with faith? Are they going to, let me ask this to Wolfenstein. Wolfenstein, are there days ahead coming where we're literally going to have to rely on God for our provision and our health? Well, obviously when the uh, prophesied mark of the beast arrives, then there will be no ability to go into the healthcare system. So people are going to have to rely totally on uh, provision coming from God for their health care, for healing. Uh, for provision, you won't be able to buy or sell. You're going to have to be able to receive provision directly from heaven. So obviously during the tribulation, it's going to be total reliance on God's provision and not on the system. So we should probably start practicing that now. Amen. Uh, because that's, that, exactly that's my coming message. very soon. Right. That's exactly what I was just saying. And that's exactly right, Wolfenstein. Are we not seeing a pang of that now, James? A little bit of that, not being able to buy or sell, not being able to be a part of something. Are we not seeing a pang of that now, James? We're absolutely 100% seeing it. I mean, we're seeing all the shit. I mean, you just have to be blind not to see it. There's ships staged in the ocean. The shelves in your local store are getting less and less, and uh, the items that you used to be able to just go get all the time are not there, but the shelves still look full because they've taken other items and yeah, spread them out right. to not throw the country into a panic. But uh, the brand you used to use isn't there anymore. Uh, so you have to buy the, the next brand or, or an off brand or a well, generic you, you, You're brand. talking about a, pa- a pang uh, of, of, of the, uh, the, the, the black horse. Wolfenstein was talking about a pang of the... Uh, white horse in Revelation 6, which is the conqueror spirit, that is a tyrannical spirit well, of control, right? So are we not seeing— Absolutely. We see, we see yeah. that. We see that tied—all all of those four horses are absolutely tied in together. And when we begin to when we begin to see one in full operation, we're definitely going to have to start seeing the other one. So, so when we start seeing, you know, blatant— um overreach we start seeing blatant control i mean when they tell this whole vaccination thing what most americans don't understand is we've already won this fight 
Uh, you really need to understand we've already won that fight. Uh, it was supposedly July. Everybody needed to be vaccinated. Then uh, September and that, and then it moved to November and, and th- now it's moved to December. And now the last the one boost. was January the 6th or the 4th. Everybody's supposed to get vaccinated. We've already won that fight. So, but they're still with this overreach that they're trying to force you to do something against your will that we're, and it's working. It's, it's, children, it's working on the majority of the people who are not walking in faith, who are not seeking the Father, who are not, who don't have their spiritual headphones on listening to what this, uh, the Spirit is saying to them. Yeah. We need to wake up as a body. We need to wake up and begin to realize that we are living in those days. And I know every generation before us thought that they were living in those days as well. But we are living in those days in such a way that you can just literally it's open obvious. up your Bible right. and read along. The technology's here too for it. So what Absolutely. they're injecting into people's body, the hydra uh, that they found in multiple uh, uh, microscopic studies of the three vaxes. I don't know if you saw that video, but they're finding nanobots in there too. Yeah, it attacks it attacks your uh, reproductive system. That little uh, right three fingered thing. Gross. Who wants that in their yeah. body? Is that not not, not an me. abomination to the temple right there? It is. Well, they James? came. They came out with this RM. It is. They come out with this RM RNA study saying, "Well, it doesn't really change your DNA." Yes, it does. It immediately changes your DNA. Now, is it permanent? Not the first shot. But what happens when you get four, five, six, seven, eight booster shots? Absolutely, they say it the booster is ten times more potent. Right. Right, exactly so, right. That's my that's my point to these people. You're literally changing your DNA, erasing the name of God from your life, and then saying, "Well, God has to accept me." No, that's like saying uh, I'm going to intentionally sin in God's face, and then He's going to have to bless me. No, it, it doesn't work that way. We're seeing a pang of a controlling tyrannical spirit, not just here in Mystery Babylon, but it's going all over the earth, guys. This is how we know we're in in an end-time event. Now, what Wolfenstein said is the key, is that uh, we're going to have to, and the name of his show was always Perilous Times, and that's true, meaning troubling times are coming, and if we're not, like James said, it took a year for me, I, I just kept confessing and decreeing the word, and it didn't always work right away, but I tried again the next day and the next day and the next day. We need to stand. You need to work at faith in a way where you're going to see it in the word and then decree it and declare it and confess it and possess it for your life, like your life depends on it. Could you do that? Could you literally look at the word and say, okay, Lord, your word as sharper than any two-edged sword, I need to cut down this situation. This situation that's coming my way, I need to cut it down. I need to get rid of it, and I need the word of God to manifest in my life. So here it is. We're going to go to Acts 14. This is where the Lord had me this week, and I always always thought about this, uh, this incident with Paul, but... I was thinking about it, and I'm like, this is kind of interesting. So let's look at Paul in Acts 14. It says in verse 8, In uh, Lystra, there sat a man crippled in his feet who was lame from birth and had never walked. Now, interesting. He never walked from birth. His entire life, he was crippled. However, he made it to a sermon Brother Paul was preaching. 
which is said, Brother Paul's teaching wasn't always the most exciting. Some people would fall asleep, right? However, uh, in this case, this man was listening very intently to Brother Paul preach. And um, this man was listening to the words of Paul, it says in verse 9. Now, we got to imagine what Paul was preaching. It says he was preaching the gospel, uh, the gospel of the good news, the gospel of Mark 16, to heal the sick, to raise the dead, to cast out devils, to speak in new tongues. That's right. Preach the gospel to every creature, the good news of eternal life, the good news that the stripes of Christ bring healing, the good news the break curses and sickness and disease and pain and suffering and despair have been paid for by our Savior. That's Amen. the gospel, right? So he was hearing the word of the Lord from Brother Paul, and this man was listening intently. Now, he listened to the words of Paul who looked intently at him. Now, Paul looked at him. And Paul saw, it says, that this man had faith to be healed. And then Paul said in a loud voice, stand up on your feet. And the man jumped up and began to walk. This is kind of interesting part of text here, isn't it? Because the gospel's being ministered. That's the word, right? The word is being broadcasted, right? There was an escalation and heightening in a certain man's faith. It didn't say them all, but a certain man's faith was being escalated at that moment. And Paul didn't rely to the end of the sermon. Paul didn't wait to a altar call. Paul was able to discern faith on this man's face. And when he saw that moment and that opportunity for the breakthrough to come, he said, stand up on your feet. That's pretty interesting. Yeah, the moment might pass if you waited to the end of the sermon, because there's certain words and certain sermons that will ignite faith in a more powerful way. And you don't want to let that just go by. Amen. It's quite interesting that there was no prayer to Heavenly Father Yah at that moment. There was yeah. no intercession needed and prayer warriors stepping forward. Not to saying that doesn't work. It does. However, this was a call for and command healing. This was an opportunity for this man to believe the word. He believed the word. And at that moment, boom, the healing took place. Now, I would pose this question to you. Has God changed? No. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. It says in Hebrews 13, 7, and uh, I think it's in Isaiah where God says, I, the Lord, do not change. So he's the same. He's the same. Amen. So God is the same. He has Amen. not changed and I have a bunch of people at my door. Really? So you guys want? commiserate with one another, and I'll be right back. Okay. I, I live my life by two principles in faith. Number one is God is not a man that he should lie. So he can't lie. Amen. If he spoke it, then he bound himself to it, and he himself is bound by his own word. So he cannot lie. Number two is that he changes not. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. 
So if he said it was true in the beginning, then it's true in the end. So we 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 have to take him at his word. Too many times we have uh, people trying to sound intelligent explain to you what it was that God really meant in his word. No, I think that we serve a God that is God enough to say exactly what he meant to say in his word. He doesn't need James to interpret that for you and give you some great understanding about what it is that he really wanted to say. We have to understand that when we're walking in faith, we have to have faith that his word alone is true. And if he said he would do it, he is going to do it. That when, when you get to the place that you quit doubting that his word is true, that's when faith steps into action. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not yet seen. We we have to Amen. we have to begin to understand that true faith is walking in what Elohim has told you to do, what He's told you to believe in. Uh, I know sometimes that we as men become hard headed, and we the Father gave you know these men wisdom, doctors, and and such. Uh, we see maybe possibly Luke was a doctor in Scripture. Um, we see that He's given them wisdom. And sometimes maybe we need to reach out to them, but people like myself who have lived their whole life by faith, it's very hard for me to take a pill. It's very hard for me to go seek the advice of a, of a doctor when I want to live entirely by faith. So we, even though we're living by faith, we have to live in wisdom as well. Okay. Yeah. So if, if you're, if your bank account is hitting zero and somebody keeps offering you a job and, you know, it's the old story, you know, uh, father save me as the water's rising, you get to the roof and he, he sends a helicopter and, and you're still like, no, God's going to save me. And then you drown and you go to heaven and he says, well, I sent you a boat. <laughs> I said, I sent you a helicopter. I mean, what else do you want me to do? You know, and that's kind of where we are sometimes in our, in Amen. our position of faith. The Father has given us the answer, but we don't want to act on it. Uh, so in our lives, we need to understand that faith is both supernatural and physical at right. the same time. Let's get into that. Um, now, we touched on we touched on this man that was crippled, right? Um, yeah, an act. The preaching of the gospel did something to his continence. And... I'm just curious, Alan, uh, do you think that he had a push on his face at that moment? No, he probably had a look of uh, of uh, trust in the word he had just heard that the gospel was a sozo total healing for uh, his soul and his body, and the redemption for his soul and body could begin right then, so Paul took advantage of it. So you don't think he had an angry look on his face? You don't think... No, no puss, no... None of that look on his face. You think no. he had a doubtful look? No, he had a, probably had a, a look of uh, of sunshine and optimism and looking at Paul and Anticipation, going, yeah, yeah, maybe? Like that. Right? Like what? Anticipation. He was anticipating... Yes. yes, expectation. Amen. Guys, that's the key right there. We got to put on our faith mask every morning. Okay, 
Let's start to do that. Let's when you get up, look in the mirror and just ask the Lord. Say, I, I want to look like that man that Paul looked like. I want to have that look on my face, Lord. I don't want to have any doubt. I don't want to have any uh, an upset look. I want to have a look of faith where if someone looks, they say that man has the faith of God. Breakthrough. I need breakthrough. I need that face of anticipating breakthrough, of expecting breakthrough and believing the word. You got to reprogram yourself for the word of God. Amen. Hey, and I know this uh, sounds crazy, but you might have to brainwash yourself. You with have to, the word. You got to brainwash yourself with the word. Yeah, you ever hear the expression, says, uh, if they say it enough times, you're beginning to believe it? Amen. That's what they say about the media, right? That they program people by saying it continually over and over and over. Trump worked with Russia. Trump worked with Russia. Trump worked with Russia. People started to believe it. Yeah. How about you use that same concept, but with the word? Turn Amen. it to Romans something positive. 12, verse 2. Renew our minds. Amen. Transformed by the renewing of our minds. Amen. Keep confessing God the word. Keep, keep declaring Amen. the promises of God. Keep expecting breakthrough. And most importantly, in the days of head, like Wolfenstein said, you might not be able to get to see that favorite doctor of yours. You might not be able to get your favorite pizza party like you are used to. That might not be on the agenda. Did you know that God can feed you from the sky? You see these satanic libtards worship the earth as their provider. Uh, This green cult, uh, Mother Earth. There ain't no Mother Earth. God doesn't even need the earth to feed you. Did you know that, Wolfenstein? Well, he can, can send down the manna from heaven, you know. He doesn't need to use uh, the system. He can create did it food. come from earth? That's my question. Did that food from come from earth? Well, I mean, he, well when, he, when he multiplied the fish and the loaves, I mean, it was created, you know, it came from the earth. I'm talking about the manna. Where did the manna come from? Did the well, manna I mean, come I from earth? God created it. Okay. I, I, well, I, I'm not sure how God created it, but it was supernatural. Okay. So he doesn't need the earth to feed you. Okay. No. All these earth worshipers, the Wicca, all these nutbags. Okay. Mother Earth is not your God. Okay. God doesn't need no earth to even feed you. He could do whatever he wants. All things are possible to those that what, Alan? Believe. Believe what? God's promises. There you go. We have to get ourselves, we have to brainwash ourselves to the promises of God. Constantly hearing them, constantly confessing them, and there's work involved in faith. This is what I touched on earlier. Faith is not automatic. When my knee injury, I had a knee injury. I shouldn't say my, the knee injury, by the way, I renounced that. Um... I finally got a dream from the Lord where he showed me healed. So I used that dream as an activation of faith. And I did what I was doing, which I sometimes felt better, which I would say, I'm going to lay claim to Isaiah 53, 5 right now. By the stripes of Christ, I am decreeing and declaring that I am healed in Jesus' name right now. And I thank you, Lord, for healing me. And then I would just walk away. Amen. I would start whistling and praising God. You see? 
a little bit of work involved. You have to activate the word. You have to speak the word of God. God speak the word himself, his own word of God to create the world. There was the spoken word of God. Let there, let there, let there learn from God, your father. Let there be healing today by the stripes of Christ in Jesus' name. In my body, let there be provision today. Let God multiply these provision I have today. One loaf of bread become two in Jesus' name. Three loaves again become four in Jesus' name. And, be, and, and if he's done it before, guys, there's precedent for it. If there's precedent in Scripture, it's doable with God. Amen. Now let me touch on this here because... I think we lose it a little bit when we think about, um, let me go to Hebrews. Uh, I'm still in Hebrews, of course. Samuel and the prophets who through faith subdued kingdoms, worked righteousness, obtained promises. Hello? Amen. What, how did they obtain the promises? They acted on them. They trusted in God and they acted on them. They subdued the kingdoms by faith. They worked righteous. They obtained promises. Stop the mouths of lions. Quench the violence of fire. Escape the edge of the sword. Out of weakness were made strong, became valiant in battle, turned to flight the armies of the aliens. Women received their dead raised to life again. Others were tortured, not accepting deliverance, that they might obtain a better resurrection. This is the key, guys. Still others had trials, see, of mockings and scourgings, yes, and of chains and imprisonment. They were put in jail. Now, here's the key. They were stoned. They were cut in half with saws, were tempted, were slain with the sword. They wandered about in sheepskins and goatskins, being desolate, afflicted, and tormented, of whom the world was not worthy. They wandered in deserts and mountains, in dens and caves of the earth, and all these having obtained a good testimony through faith, did not receive the promise. God having provided something better for us, that they should not be made perfect apart from us. Guys, what you're going through, the things that we could be going through, others have. Others have endured and obtained a good testimony. They held to the word of God, no matter what. And because of that, they've obtained a good testimony with God. Now, I'm not saying that everything is going to go smooth. Everything is going to go perfect, that there's not going to be some storms. However, that you can stand fast through it all to obtain this good testimony. Who here wants to have a good testimony with the Lord? Anybody? I do. You do? Yes. Amen. Absolutely. Were they stoned? Yes. Were, were they slain Absolutely. by the sword? Yes. Absolutely. 
Were they wearing goat skins? Yes. That's what it said. Yet they had faith, guys. No matter what's coming our way, just remember our brothers, our brethren, our the patriarchs have also gone through it. We can do it too. Yeah, they love they love not their lives to the death, and they died in faith, uh, giving honor to God and being brave through it all. Amen. It's a beautiful thing when you think about it, guys. Right? Our Lord paid the price for sin, sickness, disease, pain, suffering, torment, and despair and poverty and oppression. We lay claim to him. That's why he's our savior. And next week we'll be starting to engage in communion cup here every Sunday for the meal that heals. Okay? Because I want people to learn that there is healing in bringing the body and the blood of Yeshua into your system, into your into your life. And there's proxy in it when you do it as a covering for your household, your family, and your friends. So in the days ahead, since we are engaged in a journey to the promised land, we are. This is the age of Antichrist. So we're definitely in a journey. So I would say to you, who wants strength for their journey? Any of you? Who out there would want their shoes to not wear? Who would none feeble come out of Egypt after they engaged in Passover? What is the blessings of Passover? What is the blessing of communication with the Holy Spirit? For guidance, communion means communication. However, there was a pillow by cloud by day and a pillar by fire by night. God can help our journey, guys. Amen. Who here wants the angel of the Lord going before you? Amen. Did they not have that when they when they engaged by faith in a Passover lamb? And I say a for a reason because it was not the Passover lamb. We are engaging in the real covenant here. This is the real deal. That's why it says God provided something better for us. That's Christ. So next week we start engaging in the in the healing cup the healing body of Christ. And I want you to anticipate, I want you to expect, um, Alan, what happened to Brother Dan when he had COVID when he did communion with us on the prayer line? What happened? He could not breathe, and then he came on the line and he did communion with us, and within three hours he was completely healed, whereas all of his uh, co-workers, they had to suffer through it for a week or two or whatever. So he, his body was blessed when he engaged in an anticipated breakthrough, wasn't he? That's right. Okay. He uh, received uh, the, the body and body of Christ and got healed. Amen. And we did it for Brother James and proxy for his body when he was laid out on there after, in the hospital, wasn't he? That's right. He also got his healing even as during we were praying for Brother James. And guess what? He's still alive, isn't he? That's right. Praise the Lord. He could even be on the line with us. That's debatable. Maybe. <laughs> Guys, hey, the Father. Go ahead. We serve a healer. We serve a mighty Elohim. And and even even if I was never healed, even if I never was blessed financially, if I was never blessed emotionally, if I was never blessed with wife and children and those things, 
if I if none of that stuff had ever happened to me, I would still want to live my life serving this God, this just and holy God, who Amen. at the end of the day gave his son, gave his only begotten son so that you and I would not have to taste death, but could it receive eternal life. That's what it all boils down to, people. So when you start thinking about the state of your life and how many times that you have failed him, as we all have, understand that his blood is still there making intercessory for you. It's still as potent today as it was the day it was shed to bring what that which is dead to life again. Walk in faith. Believe his word. Amen. God isn't just God in power. He's also God in love and God of forgiveness, God of mercy. Uh, he delights in mercy. Very great are his mercies. And uh, his mercies are new every morning. Amen. It's a good word. Guys, um, faith is not complicated, but there is some work involved. That's right. There, faith is not automatic. So, uh, some of you out there think faith is automatic. It's like, you know, that demon will come out on its own. Praise God. That person will be healed on their own. Praise God. That breakthrough will happen on its own. Praise God. No. There has to be a projection of the sharper than any two-edged sword coming out of your mouth, too. You need to find the scriptures for the situation and begin to apply the word in that situation. Now, when we do communion, it's not just a ritual. Some people do it for ritualistic religious process. That's not what I'm, why I'm doing communion. I'm doing it because I need healing. I need breakthrough. I need a better medicine than the world could ever give me. Because the body and the blood of Yeshua is more powerful than the Passover lamb in Exodus. That's right. I said it. I know it's hard to believe, but none feeble came out of Egypt. They were healed. Look in Psalms 105. They had strength. Do you need strength for your journey? Are there dark days ahead? Are we heading to the real promised land? Ask yourself. If you believe we are, then we're in a journey. And we should rely on the Passover, the Passover lamb, Christ, to bring healing to our body, for resurrection fire to flow in our body. That's right. That's right. We need healing. We need breakthrough. You can proxy this power. We're going to be, and we engage in uh, Passover a few times a week on the prayer line. There should be a link in description for that prayer line. Join the Telegram chat. Uh, Wolfenstein cannot join because he has a phone from 1989, a flip-top phone that was in Miami Vice. Is that true, Wolfenstein? <laughs> sort of true. But listen, I have, a, I have something I want to share. Uh, yeah, we were going we to turn it over to you because you've been uh, church-mousing us. Yeah. Okay, so I, I just feel like the Holy Spirit just put something in my spirit, so I want to share that. Um, the word I'm getting is that many that are listening 
are leaning to their own understanding. So the Lord just gave me a scripture. We all know this scripture. It's kind of famous. And it it goes, uh, trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not to your own understanding. Acknowledge him in all of your ways and he shall direct thy path. Now I'm quoting that from memory. I hope I was right on that. But um, the Lord just put that in my spirit and I felt like the Holy Spirit said, okay, there's many listening who are leaning to your own understanding concerning the times which we're living, concerning the trouble that's coming, concerning the... Um, this whole beast system that's rising up and how to deal with it, the coming tribulation and everything that we're facing. So the Lord's saying, stop leaning to your own understanding, how to prepare, how to survive, how to uh, cope with these perilous times and start trusting in the Lord with all of your heart. So, the root problem is a lack of trust. So, you know, like, I've seen times where, like, little children will jump off of things and into their parents' arms, and there's a total trust, like a total abandonment, where they're just trusting that their daddy will catch them. And it's like we have to be in that kind of childlike faith. So, you know, Richard, your message is about faith. We have to have that childlike faith where we cast ourselves into the arms of uh, daddy God. Daddy God, you know, that God is going to catch us, that God is going to be there, that God is going to provide, that God is going to come through. we got to trust in the Lord with all of our hearts, like a child would when they jump off something into the arms of their, their daddy waiting to catch them. And they know, my daddy's going to catch me. I, I, I'm secure in that. So we have to be that same type of faith. And the problem, I feel like the Holy Spirit's saying many are listening that are leaning to their own reasoning, their own understanding on how to survive. And, and they're making steps. They're making preparations. They're doing things based on their own knowledge, their own understanding, and their own wisdom. And the Lord's saying, stop that. Don't go there. Don't do that. Don't lean to what your mind or your soul understands. But lean to the one who sees your tomorrow. Lean unto the one who sees your future. Amen. Lean unto the one who saw you before you were formed in your mother's womb. Lean unto him, the ancient of days. Hallelujah. Lean unto the ancient of days, who's the alpha and the omega. He's the beginning and he's the end. And he holds your future in his hand. Lean unto his understanding and not to your own. And trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Be secure in Daddy God that he's going to catch you. He's going to hold you. He's going to keep you in the times and the days ahead. And that's, that's the word the Lord's given me. We need to come into a childlike faith that... And maybe some would think, well, the childlike faith is not a, a mature faith. But maybe it is. Maybe it's a faith of total sure, abandonment yeah. to God, to Father God, where the we totally abandon ourselves. Yeah. Yeah, amen. Hallelujah. But anyway, that's what I shared. I'll give it back to you. That's, that's the word the Lord just gave me.
how to play Miami Vice to celebrate your cell phone. Amen. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was the Miami nostalgic. Vice. Yeah, nostalgic. You know, I, I'm a vintage type guy. What can I? Yeah, say? we're going to be starting a GoFundMe for uh, Wolfenstein cell phone to. Uh, Amen. Maybe get a Galaxy Note five. Wow. You know, even something from two thousand something. You know, I. You know, here's the deal, guys. What Wolfenstein just said is the key, and it sounds simple, and it is simple. However, when you're in the fire. Sometimes it doesn't feel so simple. However, you need to keep declaring, decreeing, confessing, and possessing the word as medicine. In every situation, the word is healing across the board. And like we touched on earlier, Wolfenstein said, you might not be able to get medical attention the way you, you might not be able to get the certain foods that you want to get. We need to really start to, and I'm talking to myself, um, to begin to expect and anticipate multiplication of food because God is in the business of doing that and healing of our bodies because we don't want to rely on the earth system, do we? And I'm not saying that there are not some medical treatments that can help. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that there are times coming ahead where we might not have any option. Okay. So this is an end time message, and and we're in the end times, guys. I know, like James touched on earlier, that we've heard that before. However, we're seeing a great pang of end time events before our eyes. So we must preach this message to ourselves also. This is all about encouraging us to expect those breakthroughs. And anticipate healing. And anticipate Jehovah Rapha. Jehovah Jireh. It, God's nature is his name, guys. Can he deny his nature? That's my no. question. Can God deny his nature? That's the question. I don't think so. I think God likes to demonstrate who he is. I think God gets glory for demonst- from demonstrating who he is. But he also, like Wolfenstein said, like, like, like Marty said, God gets joy like that father with the child catching the baby. God gets joy from faith. Meaning he's pleased when you're standing in faith. Did you know that? You want to please God? Stand in faith. You want to make God happy? Stand in faith. Began to dictate the situation in your life with the word of God. Sharper than any two-edged sword. Cut it down with the word. That's right. Get encouraged. Get aggressive. Fervent prayer. Avail much. Get into righteousness. Yeah, Yeah, the more aggressive you are about confessing and believing the word, the better God likes it. That's it. That's the word of the hour, but um, we're going to be burning rubber out of here. We lost uh, the half-breed Hebrew. Is it um, time to get eggs? <laughs> incidentally, <laughs> I'll stop. incidentally, uh, his name is James Galebsky. Martin Wolfenstein's name is Martin Banner, and uh, Alan's name is Alan Paradier. And my name is Richard Keltner. Don't look for me on Facebook or Meta. 
But we're getting ready to burn rubber out of you. We'll be back next week, and we'll be doing uh, communion prayers on the air. Isn't that interesting? Yes. So uh, let's hit that up next week. I, I should be in Florida in another two weeks, maybe. And I'll be broadcasting out of Florida, the land of militant criminal migrants. So keep me in prayer, guys. And uh, watch your radio saying farewell. Thank you for joining in, Martin and Alan. Amen. Thank you for having us, Rich. Amen, brothers. Say to you, you God bless y'all. What? God bless, Rich. God bless, Alan. God bless y'all. God bless you. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.